Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about the best practices in ethics and compliance that help employee group benefits provider Unum earn the compliance leader verification recognition. I'm your host, Bill Coffin, and this is The Ethicast. Ethisphere recently granted the Compliance Leader Verification to Unum in recognition of its exceptional ethics and compliance program. Unum is a leading provider of employee group disability, dental, life, and critical illness insurance based in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The Compliance Leader Verification Assessment involves a rigorous review of an ethics and compliance program and corporate culture. It includes completing the ethics quotient, a questionnaire covering the elements of an effective program. It also includes benchmarking program practices against the world's most ethical companies and extensive document review and interviews with executives and stakeholders. Unum's performance was evaluated on six key areas, program resources and structure, perceptions of ethical culture, written standards, training and communication, risk assessment, monitoring and auditing, and enforcement, discipline and incentives. Among the notable strengths of its program were its well-staffed and visible ethics and compliance team, its close collaboration with key sister control function leads, such as internal audit and risk, a robust communication strategy with compelling storytelling, deep involvement from senior executives to boost the program's signal within the organization, and more. With us today to discuss Unum's compliance and ethics program is its chief compliance and ethics officer, Beth Simon. Beth, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Bill. It's great to be here. What are some of the aspects of Unum's program that you are especially proud of and that you feel build the most value for the organization? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'm proud of our entire program, but if I had to call out a few things, it would really be the ethical culture that we have at our company, of which the compliance and ethics team plays a key part in that. We have a really robust speak up culture here at the company. Um, the other thing that I'm super proud of is my team. We have a super talented ethics and compliance staff. Um, you mentioned earlier the robust partnerships that we have with other control functions like audit and risk. We really have that throughout the company. So throughout our operations, we have very strong collaborative relationships with our partners. Um, I would be remiss to not mention the strong tone from the top that we have at our company set by our senior leaders. They really um, have been pivotal for helping us get the message out. In addition, we have a very well-structured um, and well-documented, I have to say, program. So we have it structured. I have a team full of people who are very organized. We love to document things. So we have a lot of really strong documentation to support our program. And then last but not least, we have a very robust training and communications program. So I would call out all of those elements specifically as helping us achieve the compliance leader verification. How would you say that your team's collaboration with other departments across Unum reduces risk and promotes strategic alignment? And what has it taken to forge those cross-departmental working relationships between ethics and compliance and other key functions? We really try to build strong and trusted partnerships with our key stakeholders throughout the company. And one way we try to do that is to build that relationship before we have a problem. 
And one way we approach it is really to try to understand their goals and initiatives, um, really spend time listening to what's important to them. And what we found is that when we have that solid trust with our partners, when we do have an issue, a compliance or ethics challenge, that relationship's already there. And so we want our partners to look at us as a trusted advisor, whether that's helping them assess a risk or helping them remediate a complex challenge. If we've already built that relationship, when we don't have an issue, when we do have an issue, it just makes it that much easier. We often talk about the value of storytelling to get the word out about ethics and compliance. Now, I understand that your executives are really great at this. So can you tell us more? Yeah, they um, do a fantastic job at storytelling. And one way that they've been very effective at it is by really bringing their own experiences into the story or the message that we're trying to send to our employees. So, you know, I think that resonates with our employee population, that personal touch, it helps it make it more relatable. The other thing that I would say that all of our leaders do and our company does as a whole is really tie it to our company's purpose, which is to help the working world thrive during life's moments and tying that to that being the right thing to do. So the culture of ethics and compliance naturally has a connect with our company's purpose. Um, and then to kind of round out that whole storytelling feature is we have a set of core values at our company that really drives how we show up and do our work. So connecting the culture to the company values, to the company's purpose, I think really helps bring those elements together and help employees see that doing the right thing really helps us achieve our company's purpose. Beth, under your leadership, you've really elevated the ethics and compliance team within Unum. So how have you been able to do this? And what kind of conversations and strategic business decisions do you weigh in on? And mostly, what advice do you have for peers who are looking to have your kind of seat at the table? Well, I thank you for that compliment. It is not me, it's really my team. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, I have a great staff. And one thing that I think has made them effective is we just have a lot of diversity. So we have long tenured employees. We have employees that are newer to our company. We have folks on our team who have been in the law department or compliance their whole career. We have others that are have come to us through a control, a similar control function like audit or risk. And then we have several employees who came to us through our operations area. So I think having that diverse perspective has been very helpful in helping us think about how we approach our business stakeholders. Um, I think the other thing that has made us effective is the tone and the support that we get from our senior leaders. Um, they have been, I'm very fortunate that I've had such strong support from the top leaders. They understand how important um, ethics and compliance is to our company purpose. So they are always one of the first people to raise their hands to help us out if we need, you know, a spokesperson. Um, people expect people in compliance and ethics to talk about compliance and ethics. So it's wonderful when we have leaders outside of our team talking about it. And we have multiple leaders throughout this company who are more than willing to do that. Um, so you asked about like what I would advise a peer who is looking to um, mature their program. And I think it all goes back to the relationship piece and really demonstrating your value to your partners. 
So again, understanding what their objectives are, what their goals are, and tying that to how ethics and compliance can help. So I think about within our own company, you know, we sell products and services. So supporting our customers is key and doing the right thing, leading by example, being compliant and ethical also helps us achieve the goal of servicing our customers. So I think if you can remind your partners that you're working towards a common purpose, which is to help our customers, that helps them feel more comfortable in involving you in conversations earlier. And I would say another thing that I'm very fortunate is that my team and I are involved in a number of conversations. It's a nice problem to have. We are meeting a lot. Um, I would say we're never, the door is never shut on us. And I think that's a testament, not only to the team, but to this company that they put that first. And I would say a lot of times when we're involved in conversations, it's really to serve as that compliance and ethics barometer most of the time people know what the right thing to do is. They just want to test it or want confirmation. And so a lot of times when we're in these meetings, we find that that's the role that we're playing is advising and being a trusted partner and assuring them like, yes, this is the right thing to do. This is ethical, whatever the case may be. Now, our team tells us that you also involve other executives outside of the ethics and compliance function, such as uh, human resources and IT to get the word out. So you've talked about how you partner with other organizations within Unum, but can you talk a little bit more about how you build that level of support across the org, especially when it comes to things like messaging and communications? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. So I would say first, what we found helpful is going to people with a specific ask. So when you're just saying, can you support us? Most people will say yes, but they don't know what that looks like. So we try to go with a very specific ask, whether that's remind your team to take compliance training on time or during compliance and ethics week, getting messages out um, or asking them to have a discussion at their staff meeting about an ethical dilemma. So I would say have a specific ask and then arm them with the right tools and communications to be successful. So we try to create toolkits, talking points, so that we just try to make it easy for people to have these conversations. Um, we've developed a leading with integrity toolkit that we ask managers to leverage to have conversations with their team members around, you know, creating an, um, an environment where employees feel free to speak up. So I would say have an ask, arm them with tools, and then I would have to give props to my communications partners because they do a fantastic job throughout the year, not just during ethics and compliance week or compliance training, annual compliance training of really delivering and driving the message around um, what we expect employees to do as far as ethics and compliance are concerned. So they, they make it really easy to keep it top of mind for everybody. In addition to achieving compliance leader verification status, uh, Unum has also been recognized as one of the world's most ethical companies. What is the value of these recognitions to Unum and to your stakeholders? Yeah, um, we are very honored to have received both those awards from Ethisphere. It's a real testament to the company's commitment 
to a compliant and ethical culture and how we serve our customers, our communities, and how we show up for each other every day. It is super important to our stakeholders. I think it's a differentiator in the marketplace. When you have two equally qualified employee benefit service providers, um, sometimes it comes down to who you trust. And when you have a company like Unum who can point to validation from external party like Ethisphere, it really does make a difference. Um, and when people are making decisions, our customers want to know that they are dealing with a company that's doing the right thing. So I think um, we've been very happy to have received these um, designations and definitely have seen that it's helped us in the marketplace. Do you have any other advice for your fellow ethics and compliance professionals who see what Unum's program is accomplishing and would like to replicate that success within their own organization? Yeah, um, so I would have a few pointers. Um, first, I would say, make sure that you have the right people on your staff. Um, as I mentioned before, I'm very fortunate to have a great team. So make sure you have the right people and the right skill set. I love going back to the basics and pointing to the Department of Justice guidance for corporate compliance programs as a guidepost for how you think about your program. Um, and then I think, you know, assess your company's compliance and ethics risk. It's going to look a little bit different for everybody, but that really helps you point your resources in the right direction. And then I would say build those partnerships, really invest in that early on and often, and then finally communicate, communicate, communicate. I think you cannot talk enough about how important this is. I think people um, take for granted that doing the right thing comes naturally, and, and I think it does, but I think having that message out all the time, being delivered through various channels by different people, just makes it top of mind for employees and note, makes them know how important it is to us as a company. Well, Beth, thank you so much for joining us. And once again, congratulations to you and everyone at Unum for the fine work that you're doing. Thank you so much for having me, Bill. It's been great to be here. To learn more about the Compliance Leader Verification Recognition, please visit ethisphere.com solutions. And for plenty of free thought leadership resources on ethical culture, data and benchmarking, values-based leadership, training and communications, please visit our resource center at ethisphere.com resources. I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been The Ethicast. For more episodes, please visit the Ethisphere YouTube channel at youtube.com ethisphere. And if this is your first time enjoying the show, please make sure to like and subscribe, either on YouTube or on our podcasting platforms at Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. Thanks so much for joining us. And until next time, remember, strong ethics is good business.